Welcome in Jaguars Drive Time Tuesday brought to you by Jet Home Loans and we have a big night ahead on Thursday, the Duval Draft Party right here at TIAA Bank Field and you heard it here first. Here are the four players that will be joining that draft party, Josh Allen, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chanel, and James Robinson will all be attendants on stage so it is a sellout crowd so if you have tickets be sure to show up on Thursday. There you have it. Welcome in. Jags drive time. Only two days away from the NFL draft, and we are very busy. Two guests here on the show, Albert Breer and James Palmer. So let's get right into big things before I even show my buddy John over here. Draft party. Draft Draft party. party. (laughs) It's going to be a big night. John will be on stage dancing. That's the more reason to come. Please know. That's not really happening. Don't come for that. (laughs) Here we go. Big things. Big thing one is the most important decision. Shad Khan and Urban sitting together in a recent New York Times article. Look at them laughing, having a good time. Mr. Khan said in that article, the number one pick will define the Jaguars for the rest of his life. Jumps off the page. That's a bold statement, but he is not lying. Mr. Osier had a phone call with the Jaguars owner this morning, so we'll talk about that. Big thing, too, is immediate value. We've been talking the past week about how do you balance value and need when you need so many things? How is that going to work? And we got some clarity from Coach Meyer. Value, that's going to be number one, but those first four draft picks going to have to be some need as well. Absolutely. I, I see that uh, we not only have to make those picks, we got to add value, immediate value to our team. That's the way uh, Trent, myself, and our coaching staff. Look, that's how important these picks are. So we're not look. We're looking at these picks to make instant impact, uh, especially those first four picks. Big thing three is need for speed. I particularly catch myself because all my mock drafts, I have defense, of course, at 25. You need so many de- defensive positions. But then Coach Myers says this, and I have to rethink everything I know. That's every year. You know that 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 will be a a non-stop um, cycle of, of speed. Speed wins. Uh, we've addressed it in, with uh, Dorsett, Marvin Jones, Agnew off the top of my head. And we plan to, uh, yeah, that, that'll be a, a cycle of the Jaguars looking, always looking for speed. Big plays were absent in our uh, on offense last year here, and we, we have to get better. And a lot of it's speed. There's a lot, a lot more than speed involved in that, but uh, obviously speed is a big piece of that. And there you have it. Possibly a wide receiver, explosive wide receiver. Could be at 25-30 when you hear Coach Meyer say that. So let's go back up to big thing one, which was about Shad Khan and Urban Meyer and the talks they're having as night one of the draft is this Thursday. John, you were on the phone with the Jaguars owner. I was. And in, I don't want to paint this as just being me. It was myself yeah, and you're uh, a big some deal. of the local. Well, I'm a big deal, but in this instance <laughs> – it was myself and some of the local beat writers. Um, he didn't say anything quite as eye-popping as it's going to be defining the franchise for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But he said some interesting things along the lines of this. Uh, I asked him if he was having fun with this. Because you know, 
it's an exciting time. He started yeah. off the call talking about the excitement around the franchise. He said, basically, if you're not excited about this, you maybe haven't had your coffee. <laughs> so it's a great time to be alive moment is also what he said. And I think that does capture the feeling around the franchise right now. It captures the energy. It captures the importance of what's going on this week. He understands and is very conscious that this is a turning point moment for the franchise. Probably the biggest news was he was asked if he had met with any of the prospects. He said only Zoom calls, and Mark Long, of course, asked him if he could name names. Of course. And the response was the usual suspects. He's been lining up the usual suspects and emphasized about the quarterback position. From my standpoint, I don't want to screw this up, he said. So probably hasn't been talking to as many non-quarterbacks, but with that key franchise piece to the puzzle, he has been involved with those calls. Interesting thing he also said about the quarterback, and he volunteered this, Urban and Trent Valky said did not go into this with a preconceived notion of who they would select. Mm -hmm. So, again, it was emphasizing the fact that they tried to do all the research. I think we all think it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. I get that. But his thought was they went into this with an open mind, and I think it's why you didn't hear Urban Meyer talking publicly about anything Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks after the process. On Urban Meyer, specifically, he said he walks the talk. He's been incredibly impressed with Urban's intelligence, not just football intelligence, but the focus that he brings to the job, which I think we all have, Schlen. But that was sort of the Mm -hmm. sum up of uh, Shad's half an hour with the media today. Very nice. Did his due diligence with quarterback research. You get that. You wanted to make sure that if it is Trevor Lawrence, you want to be 110% sure that he fits the Yeah, that that was interesting. Because Shad's pretty transparent on these things. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he would have said, hey, we pretty much knew it was going to be Trevor all along. But he said that, you know, these two, as uh, Trent and Urban said publicly several times, mm-hmm. due diligence was the key. Feels like they've settled on the guy we're all talking about, but they didn't do that on January 15th. Love to hear it. All right. So John Osher spoke to Shad Khan. Another guy, Albert Breer, who is joining, joining Jaguars Drive Time up next, spoke to him as well. So stay with us and he will be right back. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open to legal residents of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsor and administrator TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA FSB. Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. 
Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious Mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost? I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try. Well, you are a little bit unconventional. Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. Welcome to a new era of Jaguars football. The reload has begun, beginning with new head coach Urban Meyer. Don't miss out on the best seats before they're gone. Lock in your tickets now for the 2021 season at Jaguars.com. Well, the whole idea of value is completely new to me, and that's something that uh, you know I'm relying on. You know, Joe Cullen and Bevel as coordinators, and Brian Schneider, who have extensive uh, experience in the NFL and then obviously Trent and his staff. So I'm a quick learner. I've been working at this now for about three months. And the last, I can't imagine the last three, four weeks, you know, this has been our entire life uh, in that room, watching video, stacking the board. So trusting the board is key. I'm at the point almost there that I will trust it. But as a coach, I can see where you, uh, we need this, we need this and we need this. And that's where you get yourself in trouble. So. It's been a great learning experience for me. And to ask your question, nervous. I'm nervous about everything. I think you know that. The man is honest and it's refreshing. The nerves are there, but they're going away (laughs) ever so steadily. Welcome back to Jaguars Drive Time. Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osier, and Albert Breer joining us right now. Thank you so much for joining us today. You got it, Ashlyn. Alrighty, so Albert, we spoke at the Senior Bowl right mm-hmm. after an Urban Meyer had been hired and there was all this hype and now it is the week. It's finally here and you actually spoke to Shad Khan on Monday and I laugh when he said that he's a really popular guy right now because you would think he's always popular. Yeah, well, no, and, and this was, that was actually in reference to, you know, when they had when you guys had the job opening there and um, you know, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, the Jaguars aren't the Packers or the Steelers or the Giants. And so, um, you know, what sort of situation would make it that attractive a job opening? It's not hard to see, you know, it's multiple picks in the first round, the second round, the fourth round, the fifth round. It's the number one overall pick with the generational quarterback prospect available. It's the most cap space in the league. It's some promising young players, you know, like Josh Allen and LaVisca Chenault and um, you know, and, and C- Cable, I'm going to butcher his name, Cable on, Caleb on chase on, we know it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the roster and the roster has some, you know, talented young players on it, a long way to go, but a ton of resources to build with there. And that's what Shad was saying was like that. He felt like popular because people were reaching out to him, wanting the job because of all of, you know, those sorts of resources that they're, that, that were going to be there to build. Albert, in, in uh, talking to you at the Senior Bowl and in uh, reading your stuff uh, throughout the offseason, you've never really wavered or had any doubt that it was going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, right. Uh, and instinct, your knowledge of Urban Meyer, or sort of why was that the case that you were so sure all along? Well, because it's, I think it's been the case for two years. You know, I I, I just don't think that there was a question here. And you know, I can still remember Andrew Luck, um, you know, when he came out and we had known he was going to be the first overall pick for well over a year. Um, in fact, like if Andrew Luck had come out in 2011, 
he would have been the first overall pick over Cam Newton to the Carolina Panthers. And so I think it's the same sort of thing where, um, you know, you got a prospect on the radar that's been on the radar for a long time. That's handled being on a big stage for a long time. That's handled the pressure of, you know, being thought of that way by NFL people for a long time. Um, you know, and really, you know, just talking to enough teams about this and talking to enough people who do this for a living, who scout college players for a living, um, you know, most of them agree that it's not hyperbole to put him in that rarefied air. And I think there've only been like four of these in my lifetime. Um, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and now Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, it doesn't mean he's going to make it. Doesn't, nothing's a hundred percent football's football, but um, you know, I think as far as just a guy that you'd feel comfortable with, um, that isn't going to miss, um, Trevor Lawrence is on the level. Those three guys were coming into the NFL. One guy who's been very complimentary has been Urban Meyer. And we always talk about there was kind of this MO when Coach Meyer got this job that he had this my way or the highway attitude. And, and we've been so gracious that he has been so honest, one in press conferences, but he always admits what he doesn't know and needs to work yeah. on, which has kind of been surprising to us. Is it surprising to you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we've seen a lot of it from him just because, you know, at the college level, there wasn't a ton he didn't know, you know? I mean, think by the time he got to Florida, you know, you know, he knows the ins and outs of recruiting, probably had to learn in the SEC a little bit, but, um, you know, knows what it takes to build a successful program. And, you know, obviously a lot of what he did at Florida, he could carry right over to Ohio State. And again, that doesn't mean he doesn't adjust things, but just as far as the mechanics of the job, knowing what goes into making um, a successful program at that level, um, you know, he had so much background in that. And so a lot of this is new to him. And I think it's good news, you know, for people in Jacksonville that he is willing to learn at his age, you know, because there have been guys that have come from the college level and gone into the NFL who thought, okay, I'm just gonna plug the way that I do business and have done business for a long time into an NFL program and we've seen cases where it really hasn't worked. And so, you know, I, I think that the, the biggest question of course is always going to be with a coach coming from one level to another is, you know, can he make that transition from college to the pros? And a big part of it, you know, in my mind is being able to adjust to some of the differences when it comes to team building and then being able to adjust to some of the differences and how a locker room might work with older people. And the fact that he's willing to learn in those areas I think it's a big plus and, and, and should be an encouraging thing for all you guys to hear. Albert, you're as tied in with the draft as anybody right now. What do you hear about what Trevor Lawrence is going to need to do at the NFL level to still improve? Obviously, he can't stay the same player he was at Clemson. Uh, yeah. And we all know his strengths. What are you hearing that needs to happen for him to sort of reach where people think he can go? I think there's some natural growth that needs to happen, you know? Um, and so, you know, Clemson's offense isn't the most complex offense in college football. Um, so, you know, I think that there's going to be something of a learning curve um, coming in and working with Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer in Jacksonville. So that's, that, that's number one. Um, but that's, I mean, a lot of, a lot of quarterbacks face that going into the league. Um, you know, and then I think there are a couple of mechanical things that maybe he needs to clean up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I think one thing that's sort of come up consistently when I've talked to, to coaches about this who've, who've assessed him is that, you know, he could tighten up his delivery, um, which is the case for a lot of guys who are six foot five, six foot six that are long levered um, that you want to get like maybe a little bit more compact and efficient with your delivery. 
So that's one other thing that's sort of come up, you know, and then I, I think so much of this is going to boil down to the situation around him. Um, you know, I, I think if you look back over the last 20, 25 years, all the guys who've gone in the first round, so much of it really does come down to how, you know, how, how these guys enter the league, what sort of situation they're entering into. And to me, like Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example. Um, you know, and I'm not saying Patrick wouldn't have made it, but I mean, you couldn't have drawn up a more perfect scenario than the one that he walked into when he came into the NFL. Um, you know, he had the red shirt year, um, of course. So he had that opportunity that a lot of guys, other guys don't. He got to learn from Alex Smith. Um, he has a generational play caller and quarterback developer in Andy Reid. His offensive coordinator, Matt Nagy, wound up becoming a head coach the next year. Um, and then, you know, he's playing behind Mitch Schwartz and Eric Fisher at the tackle positions, a veteran center in Mitch Morse. And, you know, he's throwing a Tyree kill and, uh, and, and Travis Kelsey. And oh, by the way, his first year playing in 2018, the Chiefs draft a kid who, who wins the rushing title. So, you know, a lot of things went right. And so I think that that's something we sort of, you know, look the other way on this time of year when we're looking at quarterbacks, you know, whether it's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, I, a lot of whether each one of those kids is going to make it and what they're going to be 10 years from now is going to boil down to the situation around them. The one other thing I would add that I forgot to, to, to kind of put in there too, I, I do think that there's a feeling that Trevor Lawrence needs to put a little bit more weight on too. Um, you know, obviously he's got a little bit of a skinny build. And so mm -hmm. I, I think that that's something that, that, that teams have talked about internally when they've discussed Trevor Lawrence is what is his ideal weight as an NFL player? I believe at the pro day, he was around 216. I think teams would probably, mm -hmm. um, would have liked to have seen him closer, maybe 225, 230. And I'm sure getting into an NFL program and through, you know, some, some natural growth, he'll get there. Well, luckily, the ice cream at the facility here is real good, and that will be handled <laughs> rather quickly. Albert Breer, thank you so much for joining us. We know you're super busy this week, so we appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, beyond number one, NFL Network's James Palmer joins us as well, so stick with us. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And at Deco. Visit adecousa.com. Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open legal residence of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsored administrator, TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA FSB. Starting April 28th, get ready for adventure. Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show and Duval Draft Experience. This is the place for the largest selection of RVs, including new towables from top brands. Factory reps will be on site with discounts and incentives. Special financing is available for this event only. Plus, check out product demos, win cool prizes, and meet special guests. The Jacksonville RV Stadium Show, April 28th to May 2nd, and Duval Draft Experience, April 29th. Free parking in Lot M. 
Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious Mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost? I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try. Well, you are a little bit unconventional. Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. Treat your pet to their own vacation while you're away on yours at Pet Paradise. Dropping off your four-legged child is like having a sleepover. Surrounded by by friends and dogs, sleep easier knowing Pet Paradise is always there for your precious pet. Pet Paradise official pet service provided for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thanks to Albert Breer for joining the show. Great insight there as he spoke with Shad Khan on Monday. And we have some sad news coming back. I know John can speak on this much more than I can, but Gino Hayes has passed away this morning at age 33. Yeah, he played linebacker 13 and 14 for the Jags. Uh, I read a couple of times the last couple of days. I didn't know Gino that well as well as I've known a lot of players, but I remember him fondly as a guy that teammates very much liked. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the uh, attempted turnaround early under Gus Bradley and David Caldwell. Uh, very sad day. Yes, very sad, and a Florida State Seminole as well. So in the community, our thoughts and prayers are with the Hayes family as we shift focus to beyond number one. And the title is misleading because we are focusing on number one today, which is Trevor Lawrence, which we all presume to be in how this system will work or fit around him. So we spoke to NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, who was once an NFL quarterback, and he said maybe freelancing is the way to go with this. I think a big part of the developmental process for Trevor in Jacksonville is going to be Godsey in Studeville, like encouraging and urging him to be more creative when stuff isn't there, to play a little bit freelance. Now, I wouldn't tell um, Mac Jones to do that because I don't think he has the athleticism or the physical talent to do it. Trevor absolutely does. I think he's got the physical talent and the athleticism to kind of break pocket a little bit more and get out in space a little bit more and have the arm strength and the power to make some of those wild throws downfield because it's not a strength of his because he didn't really do it at Clemson. Interesting thought there from Dan Orlowski. I thought it stood out, and Albert Breer basically said the same thing, that Clemson's offense isn't really known for their complexity, and a lot of times he was in that pocket as that pure pocket passer, and he's that athletic that maybe he can shift out of the pocket and kind of break some things down, and maybe that can happen here in Jacksonville. I think he's going to need to do that. I, I mean, he he uh, didn't appear that he changed plays a lot of the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. a whole lot. They didn't need to do that. When I was talking to draft people at the Senior Bowl and right after the Senior Bowl, what you heard on Trevor was incredibly intelligent, incredibly football smart, incredibly willing to work. All the things that you want to be able to make the adjustments these guys are talking about, he should be able to do. Mm-hmm. I think anybody's worried about what he didn't do at Clemson causing him not to be able to do it in the NFL. Whatever he was asked to do, he did, and there's every confidence that – he'll be able to translate that to the NFL. Yeah, it's just the the thing that we do every single week where we try to find the weaknesses Mm -hmm. and something's popping up and we're going to hone in on it, but in no ways do we believe that that can't get done. Well, the important thing for him, from everything you've heard, 
is it sounds like he's a guy who welcomes that. Yeah. And he's a guy who's doing that himself. That's what the great quarterbacks early in their careers have to do. They have to have some failures on the field, figure out what teams are doing against them. Then they have to adjust to it. At that point, you'll find out how good he can be. Mm-hmm. All of the elements in terms of work ethic, in terms of intelligence, he's got to be able to make that transition. Mm-hmm. So only two days away from night one of the NFL draft this Thursday. And one guy who is here all week long for NFL Network is James Palmer, who's joining us next on Jaguars Drive Time. Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious Mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost? I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try. Well, you are a little bit unconventional. Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity dreaming of owning an rv there's a chance to win one every day of travel camps rv stadium show and duval draft night from april 28th to may 2nd it's all about rvs live music food trucks and the jaguars register to win cool prizes check out awesome products and demos catch an appearance from the roar on wednesday the 28th and jackson deville on saturday the first the jacksonville rv stadium show and duval draft night april 28th to may 2nd Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show April 28th through May 2nd at TIAA Bank Field. Factory reps will be on site with incentives, special financing, and giveaways. Come join. We're back, Jags Drive Time, moving right along this Tuesday morning as we get ready for night one of the NFL Draft here this Thursday. And one guy who is already here in Jacksonville and working hard is NFL Network's James Palmer, who seems to be in his hotel at the moment, correct? Like, this kind of stinks, right, guys? Like, I'm in Jacksonville. I should be, like, in there with you, you know, face-to-face. Here I am at, at, at my hotel room in Jacksonville. This is a little little funky. I don't have this super Albert Breer set up with this fancy microphone. Oh, my gosh. You know, and all that stuff. Yeah, that man meant business this morning. But, yes, COVID world, world, we're making it work. So, James, you got here yesterday, and you're heel, here all week, correct? So take me through what this coverage is going to look like. Yeah, well, I mean, I, there's a rumor you guys have the number one pick. So I mm-hmm. think I, I got a pretty good draw coming here, you know, and, and, and being here all week. And so we've been at the stadium, and I have to say, we've been treated awesome. I, 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 I can't argue with that. But I'm super excited that tomorrow we're going to get a chance you know, to, you know, talk to Urban Meyer on a destroyer, which is to me like 
really awesome. It's also the same base that my dad was stationed at during Vietnam. So this is a pretty, pretty cool experience for me uh, tomorrow when we're going to get a chance to, you know, see some of the military and, and, and talk with them a little bit. And then Thursday is going to be just, you know, Thursday's a long one, you know, from good morning football all the way through the end of the draft, getting a chance to talk to Urban and Shot about what, you know, what's going to go on with, with the first pick and obviously the 25th pick as well. Um, it's just a whole bunch of TV. NFL Network is more or less wall to wall right now from the beginning of the day with, with uh, Good Morning Football to the end of the day with, with Total Access about what's going to happen with each of these picks and just countless people breaking them down. And I'm, I'm trying to do my best here. Uh, and, and what Trevor Lawrence, I, I think they're taking him, uh, is going to be with the number one pick. Does your role change at all with the fact, as you just mentioned, most people assume that it's going to be Trevor. Uh, does that make your role any different than maybe somebody who's at the Jets or, or the uh, – some team without all, you know, with more intrigue, I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, John, you're exactly right. And, and I think what we try to do now is talk to Trevor, talk about Trevor in, in as many different ways as we can about possibly the fit, what Jacksonville has done to make it, you know, a transition that is as smooth as possible for him. But you're right. A lot of the, the conversations we're having is because there's a lot of debate about what's going to happen, right? We're talking endlessly what's going to go on with pick number three because nobody really knows what's going to happen with the San Francisco 49ers as they're still playing it pretty close to the vest. So when there's a lot of options, obviously those discussions go at length. Most of the conversations we're having here are, you know, what is the fit? What is going to happen with Trevor Lawrence right away with his fit with Urban Meyer and, and Daryl Bevel in this offense? And then also, I think, the big thing to debate here is what happens in those next four picks, because I think those are huge, right? At 25, 33, 45, 65, those picks have to be impactful players. And you can't make sure that you don't reach for any sort of need. You make sure you go with the best value to improve this roster. I think those four picks are really intriguing, and I'm trying to talk about those just as much as Trevor Lawrence this week. Yeah, you're spot on. Coach Meyer told us last week that it is a value and need, and you're trying to balance that. But those first four picks, you want immediate value with those. And you mentioned that everyone is here talking about Jacksonville, and I was cracking up at Kyle Brandt this morning on Good Morning Football where he said it's finally time to talk about Jacksonville. And it's kind of weird that everyone's talking about Jacksonville so much. In your opinion, how quick can they turn this around? This was a 1-15 team last season. And do you think that they'll be in the limelight for a while here? Well, certainly Trevor Lawrence brings you into the limelight. I mean, this is a prospect that just doesn't come around. I mean, every value I've talked to, Albert on as well, is really talking about, you know, this is the best quarterback prospect we have seen since Andrew Luck in 2012. Now, I will be honest, I haven't had a prospect, any sort of evaluator tell me that they rate them up with Andrew Luck they put Trevor Lawrence kind of right below where they evaluated Andrew Luck. And I don't think that's any slight to Trevor. That's how good of a prospect Andrew Luck was when he came out. And this is kind of the next unicorn to come along. So obviously that puts you in limelight. But you have to win some games. And that's what I think a lot of us are debating and, and talking about on NFL Network is, how is Trevor Lawrence, who has never lost a regular season game, like to me that blows my mind, since he was a freshman in high school, right? He, he's never lost a regular season game. He has four losses since then. And Urban Meyer, a guy who has not lost at the college level hardly ever, how do they handle the growing pains of the first portion of this rookie season? I mean, let's be honest. Look at Peyton Manning's rookie season. I mean, it, was, it was a very difficult stretch to get through. But I think what it did was it showed you how mentally tough Peyton Manning is. And the more evaluators I talked to, 
the mental toughness of Trevor Lawrence is maybe an intangible that isn't talked about uh, very much. And I think that's going to be one part we see this rookie season, guys, is, is how he handles it and how he handles some of the adversity. Because honestly, there hasn't really been a whole lot, right? So a guy that is mentally tough as Trevor Lawrence, I think we're going to go out and see how this year goes about. And I think also he's in line to actually like have some success offensively. I think when you walk into a spot of a team, like you said, that has lost 15 games in a row, they have tackles in play. They have receivers. Uh, you'd like a tight end, a pass-catching tight end. We'll see how the draft goes in that. But I think, you know, he is kind of set up for some success on offense. I don't know if that means wins and losses right now, but I think they're trying to make the transition as smooth as possible. It's just how him and Urban handled this first year as they get the ball rolling into what we're saying. Yeah, this should be a team that we pay attention to in this season and then the next couple of seasons as they try to put this all together. James, this pick has a chance and it feels like it's going to be transformative for the franchise and for the city. I'm curious, you got in yesterday. Any feel for the vibe around this pick for the excitement the energy i know you're in your hotel room when you've been out of your hotel room have you seen any of that yet yeah and specifically john being at the stadium right i mean like just being there and seeing how big they're making this for thursday night now every team well not every team but a lot of teams do you know season ticket holders can come and be in a you know a sweet area and, and kind of rub elbows and and you know a couple of alumni will be there and that's usually what happens every year they sold out tickets not once, but twice. <laughs> and then they're now to 7,000 fans with standing room. I think that buzz around the facility starts to grow. And the other aspect of it is kind of the feel around the stadium with Urban Meyer now running thick. He gives you a different vibe of success. I mean, no slight to Doug Marone or anybody else that's been here before. Just Urban carries that sense of, we're going to succeed. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know why you would even question it. I mean, that's kind of how he's always carried himself. And you can kind of feel that around the building. And then you combine that with this pick. As I mentioned, it's, it's a player we've all had our eyes on for three years now. I mean, he would have been the number one pick after his freshman season when he won the national championship. That's how good Trevor Lawrence is. And I think that aspect of it, the marketing side of it, what the fans have done with the toaster, which I'm going to get my hands on that toaster today. So watch <laughs> NFL Network. This thing is like a toaster from the future. Like, it is not like a normal toaster. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like got a touchscreen. It's got like an LED. It's, it's unbelievable. And then the way he went back and, you know, went towards the charities in Jacksonville area, I think those things are all starting to show you that there's a connection already being made, and he hasn't even been picked yet. Well, James, are you going to be able to keep that toaster? That's the press. That's what I really – I got to talk to Amy about that. I really want to make sure I can keep this toaster. That's, that's the goal. If Just I can like make this trip, you know, a week away from the family – where my wife has to be a single mom. If I come back with like a state-of-the-art toaster, Good. This trip, I mean, she might be more excited when I hit the road. No problem at all. Well, we hope you get that toaster. And thank you so much for joining us. We know you're busy. See you guys. All right, we'll see you at the stadium here sometime this week. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Jaguars Drive Time. A very busy week ahead, the draft Thursday night. We talked about that party at length. So if you have tickets, be here and stay tuned to jaguars.com, draft party and all. We'll see you then.